This Thursday, November 16th, NBA Betting Picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Ross Rowe brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And Roster brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase and... In honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with a promo code VETS. That's V-E-T-S. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, November the 16th, currently 11.02 on the East Coast. Very short two-game schedule on the uh, NBA docket here tonight. But hey, as we usually do, we're going to break it all down. And joining me as usual on these Thursday episodes, it's the man himself, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. McKee, what up, what up, what up? Oh, man, it is going well. I, I was on Twitter you know, doing a little research and saw that uh, Megan making money. Remember her? Oh, yes. Yes. She's on OnlyFans now. <laughs> How crazy is that? I haven't looked at the uh, I haven't bought the subscription to see if she's actually naked, but Megan making money. <laughs> former SGPN employee uh, now with Barstool. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So if anybody knows in the chat, if she's actually naked in their OnlyFans, let me know. <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, definitely a task. I believe our chat will get us the answers <laughs> to. I actually did see that on Twitter. Uh, I think it was last night when I saw it, uh, when she posted it on Twitter. I was not around SGPN when she was involved, but I think I've had conversations with uh, uh, Capper of the Golf Gambling Podcast yeah. uh, about um, – the videos that she would do for uh, SGPN and uh, how she would make her pick. So uh, hopefully she was not the, naked in those. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe the chat can definitely help us out uh, with that. Well, that, that's an assignment I'm uh, giving our, uh, our listeners and our fans uh, to do for us. Uh, McKay, it was an exciting night of basketball last night in the association Absolutely. as it usually was. Um, some intriguing games, a couple of blowouts in there, but uh, I know we'll talk about your team here in a minute, but, um, I think yesterday was the day where we saw a lot of injury report. I don't want to call it manipulation, but you had to keep your eyes on the injury report yesterday because there were maybe 10 star players that were going to be a true game time decision or not going to be playing last night. Um, and I think that affected almost every single game yesterday, except for probably the Cleveland and Portland game. But um, what caught your eye last night as far as the action in the association? I mean, speaking of star players who sat out, Jalen Brown sat out for the Celtics, and they were still able to really take care of the 76ers, which surprised the hell out of me. I thought 
that the 76ers were, you know, right there with Boston. But when Boston is all the way healthy, I don't see anybody touching them right now, at least in the East uh, Eastern Conference. And we yeah, saw it I last think... night. I mean, you know, Brown sits and then we get Derek White stepping up for a huge game. So uh, they're just such a deep team. Yeah, I did like the Celtics yesterday. Um, and again, like we mentioned, that like Jalen Brown and even Porzingis were going to be true game time decisions. And both of them, I thought one of those guys would end up playing, but both of them end up sitting. Oh, yeah, both sat, right? Yeah, I had Celtics minus five. And when those two got announced that they were going to be out, I think that number went all the way down to two and a half. But um, I, think was at a I think it was at a pick em at some books right before the tip off. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so fortunately for me and, and me, people that did back Boston yesterday, they did get the job done uh, against the Sixers. And like you mentioned, McKee, uh, Derek uh, White steps up uh, for the Boston Celtics last night. 27 points for him. He was uh, 7 of 12 from the floor, 4 of 8 from three-point line, and 9 of 10 from the free-throw line. Uh, Jason Tatum doing Jason Tatum things. 29 points for him on 10 of 23 shooting, 4 of 10 from the floor. And I, I really thought that this was his spot. And even though for the Sixers that all five of their starters were in double figures and they all played heavy minutes last night, I thought this would be a spot that they would do would have some tired legs because they were they played the Pacers uh, in the previous two games did the Sixers and I thought they would just have some really tired legs because we know the Pacers mm -hmm. love getting up and down the floor and I think that uh, maybe some tired legs caught up to the uh, um, Sixers especially yeah, and the Pacers quarter. second in pace right. I believe so. Yeah, let me see if I can yeah. look that up here real quick. But yeah, I know um, things have changed in uh, Philly, especially you know with the departure of um, Doc Rivers and obviously James Harden as well. But um, yeah, I think that was one of the more uh, surprising ones last night. Um, your sons he took care of business last we, we, night. Before we move on, yeah. I was just gonna. I'm I'm just curious for Philly. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're a piece away still, or do you think this is the team they're going to roll with all year? Uh, I think they are a piece away. Um, Even with of... the Maxis, uh, I mean, we saw last night, they, they seem like they are a piece away if, if they can't yeah. beat a, a shorthanded Celtics. Yeah, I think that for the Sixers, again, with Daryl Morey that's in that front office and, you know, all the hoopla that went on between him and James Harden outside of that, like historically me being a Rockets fan and him knowing and me knowing him that he's not going to be afraid to go out and make a move to acquire another star player to put alongside Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Because again, we're in a league here, McKee, that who knows, maybe Joel Embiid may want out if this team is not winning basketball games or, or having success in the playoffs. Right? So I think, I think something similar to what Milwaukee had to do to go out and get Dame. I'm not saying that maybe that caliber of a player that they have to go out and get, but mm -hmm. I think for to keep Giannis in Milwaukee for the rest of his career or for majority of it, that they had to go out and make a move. And they did that with Damian Lillard and the player that he is. I think the Sixers are probably going to be in that same situation. What do you think? I mean, I think that they're a piece away. I'm not, Sure. I, I feel like Joel Embiid is happy now that James Harden is out. I don't yeah. know if they have to worry too much about him. He and Maxi seem like they're their boys and like seem to get all reports coming out of Philly is that it's just like a really happy team right now. Yeah. Um, but you're right, like if they that all changes if they don't have playoff uh success. But uh yeah, I'm not sure what that piece is or who's out there that they could get, but yeah. um 
yeah, it definitely seems like uh, the, they're not going to be able to compete with the Celtics at this point. Yeah, I mean, right now for the Celtics, it's it's um, they are right now the uh, the cream of the crop or the 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 cream that's rising at the top uh, in the Eastern Conference at least. Uh, Milwaukee's still figuring things out, you know, with Giannis being in another lineup. He missed the game last night, but they still went ahead and took care of business against Toronto, led by Damian Lillard. So I think once you know Milwaukee figures it out offensively, we know that team is going to be good. It's just defensively. You know, um, they need to figure some things out because they have, I think, the biggest drop off from last season where they were a defensive rated team. I think they were like top four. Now they're, you know, hovering around the bottom five uh, in the entire league as far as defensive rating goes there for Milwaukee. So uh, I think they're going to be okay. Um, Indiana, I want to ask you about Indiana. I mean, they're a fun team to watch. You know, they're one of the league past teams for, I think, a lot of us are hardcore uh, NBA junkies, but absolutely. I'm not sure if they'll be able to uh, sustain the way that they're playing right now, where they're scoring 126, 127 points per game, but they're also giving up 123 points per game as well. So if they buy in a little bit on the defensive side, I think this team can definitely be a top five team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's a big if, if they, yeah, they haven't stopped anybody yet. So, no. I mean, that, that, that's a huge thing when we've seen this before teams just trying to run, uh, other teams off the floor and not worry so much about defense. And it always, as, as soon as things start to slow down closer to playoffs and then definitely in playoffs, those teams always implode. So, um, don't. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure how 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 they up their defense at this point. Uh, it just doesn't look like they're even trying. So we heard the rumors on Monday um, that eventually, ra- sooner rather than later now, that this Bulls core is pretty much going to get blown up between Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and possibly even Nikola Vucevic. My question to you is, I don't think Zach Levine would be a great fit on the Sixers, but if you added DeMar DeRozan to the Sixers, do you think that puts them over the top? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, that looks great. I mean, I don't love that backcourt for defensive with he and Maxi. Yeah. You know, um, like, but then also do have like Robert Covington in that starting lineup as well. That gives you some, that's some type of, that's defense. true. That's true. You know, that's a big name. And, I see, for me, I would rather see like an Alex Caruso go to the 76ers to yeah. play next to Maxi and like really just up that defense and like double down on that. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. What do you think? I think that they would be a great fit because number one, they have the three point shooting there. I know DeAnthony Milton, he can knock down the three point shot. Um, Robert Covington is a guy that can get you a couple of games, but I think if they put up a package together of DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso, and they trade him for some, you know, some draft capital and maybe some fill in role players there. Um, I think that would put them right up there with the Philadelphia, oh, sorry, with the Boston Celtics. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. I think that would be a great move for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a really fun team. That's a yeah. really fun team. Now that you say it, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, okay, before we get to some more NBA talk from yesterday, let me tell everyone about uh, our merch store and the Vets merch. In honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off. 
With the promo code VETS, that's V-E-T-S, all proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gears. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code VETS. That's V-E-T-S. And we're also brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 Million players worldwide, props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. If you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer that if your team gets up by 17 points, you're going to get paid out. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash bet 365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet 365. Or use the sign up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1 800 Gambler. And Ross, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in stay tuned uh, at the end of the episode mckee and i are we're going to put together a underdog entry for the uh thursday night action in the association so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 dollars. again that's underdog fantasy but make sure you use that promo code sgpn all right, Mikey, yesterday we also saw possibly, we got teased with it, the debut of the big three uh, for your Phoenix Suns. Uh, we did see the report that Devin Booker was going to play. Obviously, Kevin Durant has been out there as well, and Bradley Beal um, as well. But about a couple hours before the game, Bradley Beal did get ruled out with some uh, back tightness. Mm-hmm. So the debut, at least for the big three, has been delayed, but... It didn't seem like they needed uh, Bradley Beal last night as they absolutely take care of business against the best defensive rated team in the association, the Minnesota Timberwolves. 133 to 115 last night. The Phoenix Suns get it done at home. Uh, I'm going to take let this to uh, let you take this away, man. I'm sure your eyes were glued to this game. What was your uh, reaction to this game? Yeah, I mean, certainly the Timberwolves were coming off an emotional game where Rudy Gobert was in a chokehold by Draymond Green. Yes. So that might have had something to do with it. They had uh, quite the last few days. However, uh, you know, I was just listening to the Bill Simmons podcast where he was talking to Doc Rivers and they did a, uh, you know, power ranking of the Western teams. And they had the Timberwolves number two right after the Denver Nuggets. Hard to argue with. Uh, how good their defense have been and how what a jump ant has taken. Um, but I got to say the Suns made them look like uh, fools last night. I mean, they mm-hmm. led the whole game. They were up all, over 20 at halftime, just increased their lead uh, through the whole thing. They were in control of that game the entire time. And I got to say, I think it's because of Devin Booker, uh, 100%. When they don't have him in there, they don't have a facilitator who takes care of the ball. We were on this podcast last week, and uh, the Suns had just played the Bulls, and they had 21 turnovers. 
they still barely won by one and a, a shitty Bulls team, right? Yeah. So uh, they only had nine turnovers last night when Devin Booker is out there taking care of the ball. So while Durant can be a facilitator too, it's like it doesn't. It seems like he needs Booker out there more for more consistency. Um, so when Booker plays, I'm gonna bet the Suns every time. I don't. I I, I feel like, but if he's if he's sitting. That's when you got to watch. I, I just, I don't trust the Suns uh, when he sits. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like you mentioned with the turnovers issues that when Kevin Durant didn't have Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, I mean, those are both more than capable guys that can initiate your offense and, and you know, um, but even Beal, he you. played against that, you know, he was in that game against the, yeah. uh, the bulls, the bulls and he just does not take care of the ball nearly as much as uh as, yeah. as booker can i don't know i mean i i know preseason they said beal was going to be the point guard or you know there was some rumor that he would be but i don't see it personally yeah you're right i think that it's probably going to have to be uh devin booker that is going to be the point guard of this team um i'm trying to just pull up Bradley beal's game log here and see how many turnovers he's committed um so against OKC, he had five turnovers uh, in 30 minutes. He had two against the Lakers, and then he had two in that game against the Chicago Bulls. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I think it'll probably be trial and error for this Suns team because, we again, we are, what, 10 games in, uh, a little more than that uh, for the Suns. And, you know, we haven't seen the debut of the Big Three, so that may come this weekend uh, for this Phoenix Suns team. But it'll be interesting to see who ends up uh, initiating this offense and being the ball handler for this Phoenix Suns team. But, yeah, I think you're right that for this uh, Suns team, they were able to take um, advantage of what the Timberwolves, um, I guess, went through with the whole chokehold and then playing the last two games against the Golden State Warriors. Because we saw even Anthony Edwards, like you mentioned, that I think this was before the season that he said that we want to have playoff success. We want to make a deep run, but we want the Golden State Warriors. We feel like that's a team that we can beat. And he said that at the beginning of the season. So. You know, emotions were high over the last two games between the Wolves and the Warriors. And I think something similar to what we talked about with Boston, it was probably a – or sorry, for the, um, the Sixers, a big leg-down spot for the Minnesota Timberwolves yesterday. I think the line was definitely telling us, well, because the Suns were around a five-and-a-half, six-point favorite. And I think that – Six points, you know, seeing, yeah. Yeah, seeing the Suns team and this Wolves team that, hey, I think the, the books were begging you to take the Minnesota Timberwolves last night. But – Phoenix takes care of business last night. Um, anything else you want to mention before we get to the games here for tonight? I mean, other than, yeah, Booker only played 25 minutes, had 31 points. So uh, Booker looking great. And uh, another thing I was reminded of last night, this has nothing to do with betting. Dante mm -hmm. DiVincenzo. Do you know his nickname? <sighs> the Big Ragu. I did not know that. <laughs> I love it when role players have nicknames and then there's something as ridiculous as the big ragu, which sounds like uh, is, a, is, a, is like a borderline racist racial for <laughs> DiVincenzo, the big ragu. I don't know. Maybe it's the red hair, too. Uh, I'll have to dig into that more. We'll have to probably change the New York Knicks name to the either the the Villanova Knicks or the New York Wildcats, one of the two, because they have all the uh, the Villanova players on that yeah, team absolutely. right now, except for Mikhail Bridges. Uh, all right, McKee, only two games here tonight in the association, so let's uh, dive into these games. The first one, we have a rematch of the uh, Brooklyn Nets. They are in South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, Miami Heat currently sitting as a three and a half point home favorite. 
uh, total of 215 and a half, courtesy of our friends over at Bet365. Um, getting to the injury report for the Brooklyn Nets here. So Ben Simmons is going to be out for at least a week uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Cam Thomas is also out. He's dealing with a left ankle sprain. Um, and that is pretty much it, the two significant names for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. And then for the Miami Heat, uh, we know Tyler Hero. He's also dealing with a right ankle sprain. He's going to be out for this game. And then Kevin Love, uh, Caleb Martin, Josh Richardson are all available for the Miami Heat. Um, Heat sitting as a three-and-a-half point favorite here, McKee. Uh, these two teams, like I mentioned, did play earlier this season where the uh, Brooklyn Nets came from behind in South Beach and got the victory there. I believe it was 109-105. Um, yeah, on November 1st, yep. Yeah. Uh, so three-and-a-half right now. What are you thinking about this game? Uh, well, Miami has a six-game win streak, but those include wins over the Wizards, the Hornets, the Grizzlies, the Spurs. So they only beat uh, two teams over 500 in that six-game win streak, the Hawks and the Lakers. Um, and and what is the uh, stat that all gamblers know about the Miami Heat at home as a home favorite? Do not do Fade it. Fade them. Fade yes. them, yeah. Last season as a home favorite, they were 14, 26, and 2. So far at home, they're 0 and 4 against the spread. Uh i I'm I'm not gonna change it up. I'm not gonna change I'm I'm gonna fade the heat here, take the Nets plus three and a half. Um, even with Cam Thomas and Ben Simmons out, we saw Dimwitty do a great Cam Thomas impression <laughs> with the scoring yeah. last game. He had 29. So um I I I like that. And when we get into uh you know player props, I, I'm looking at that as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, you look just look at the ATS numbers, and this is something that uh Terrell has been harping on as well. So anytime you see the Miami Heat laying points at home, you you go the other way. And even since the 2020 season. The Miami Heat, 64-78-4 and four against the spread at home. That's only a cover rate of 50, let's round up to 55%. And that number gets even worse um, over the past couple of seasons, like McKee mentioned, against uh, the spread here. 21-34-2 over the last two seasons, including this year so far. Um, they're winning at home, but they're just not covering the spread. Mm-hmm. Um if you got to also dive into that box score, McKee, from that game that uh, these two teams played on November 1st, um, the Brooklyn Nets did get 50 points from their bench in that game, but also for the Miami Heat, that was a game where Tyler Hero uh, scored 30 points. Well, And like I mentioned, he's not going to be playing in this game. So and also that was a game where the Brooklyn Nets didn't have Nick Claxton and Bam Adebayo actually had a huge game in that uh, that night for the Miami Heat where he chipped in with 21 points and 14 rebounds. So, no. Both teams that had players that did and did not play are going to be active or not active in this game. So I think you just got to follow the ATS trends here. So 100% agree with you. Take the points here with the Brooklyn Nets plus three and a half uh, against the Miami Heat. Totals at 215 and a half, McKee. That uh, game ended up uh, with a total of uh, points of 214 in the earlier matchup. Are you going under or are you like in the over in this game? You seeing that at 215 right now? I see on bet three six five. Let me see, unless the number changed. Yeah, it's at uh, 215 two fifteen and a half. You know what? That earlier this morning it was at two seventeen and a half. That's come down a couple of uh, points already. Wow. Uh, I you know I was gonna say with both teams banged up, uh, this is likely gonna be an ugly battle, like a low scoring game. I feel like um, mm-hmm. 
the under has cashed in three of four of uh three out of four of the both of the team's recent games. So I was leaning under, especially when it's at 217. But yeah, I'll go ahead and still take the under at 215. Uh don't like it as much though, obviously. Yeah, uh, like uh uh McHugh mentioned there that the total did come down at from 217 and a half down to 215 and a half. And Miami Heat are a top 10 defensive rated team. I know Brooklyn uh, when the season started, they were doing well defensively, but they are down to just below league average at uh, the 18th best defensive rated team. And um, we take a look at pace, right? Both these teams not really getting up and down the court, uh, slightly below league average as far as pace goes. Miami 17th, uh, and then the Brooklyn Nets are right below them at number 18 as far as pace goes. So I expect both teams to be locked in here defensively. I think this might be something to a similar score where we saw when these two teams uh, first matched up earlier this season. So I like the under, uh, I'll, I'll lean with the under, uh, at two fifteen and a half. and player props in this game. McKee, what are we looking at? Uh, well, I already mentioned his name, but I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie. He is prop is current. His points prop is currently set at 14 and a half. Uh, he sat out the last game against Miami. Um, and, but last game, but, but, uh, two nights ago against the Magic, he played 37 and a half minutes, scored 29 points, led the team in both categories. He's a streaky scorer. You know, as soon as Cam Thomas went out, you you figured Dimwini's going to go off. Well, the first two games, not so much. He scored 12 points each uh, in the first two games. But he really looked great last game. And we know when Dimwini gets hot, he's a streaky scorer. So I'm going to keep riding the hot hand here. He'll be guarded by Kyle Lowry. I think he should torch Kyle Lowry. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go over that 14 and a half points for Spencer Dimity. What are you thinking? Yeah, I like that. Um, he's going to have to step up here tonight, especially when they don't have Cam Thomas, who's been, um, I don't want to say the more consistent score, but their leading score for uh, some of the several games. And also, if you kind of go back and look at the box score, uh, Brooklyn Nets got 50 of their 59 points, uh, sorry, 50 of that 109 points in that game against Miami from their bench. And I know, uh, Amani books, um, uh, a local product who went to U of H here had 17 points in that game. Lonnie Walker had 17 as well. So you have to get contributions definitely from um, Spencer Dinwiddie in this game. Also, they didn't have Nick Claxton in that game either. So like I mentioned, I really do like Nick Claxton here tonight. I'm looking at his blocks and steals to go over the number of two and a half right now. That's at minus 120 currently over on um, oh, like that three, six, five. Yeah. You take a look. Um, for Claxton at, at his game log, he's gone over this projection um and i want to say all of the games that he's played i know he's only played in three games as far this season but um usually when he's out there we know that he's a defensive anchor especially that room protection um for the brooklyn nets and i think i, I should have pulled up the numbers of what their defensive rating is with and without uh nick claxton but just to put it into uh, perspective here, McKee, uh, on the season, Nick Claxton, I know it's, again, it's only three games that he's played in, but he's had, he had two blocks against Orlando Magic and one steal. He had four blocks against the Wizards, and then he had three blocks against the Cleveland Cavaliers in that game. So he's nice. three for three in this category. Uh, I'll go over uh, two and a half for us, uh, Nick Claxton. Uh, and I'll also maybe sprinkle on his double-double here uh, tonight. Um I think the points are always a concern for him. So it's just a sprinkle for him, but I do like his rebounds to get over. Um, but the over two and a half blocks and steals, I really do like any other player props you're looking at. 
Uh, I don't like this one as much, but I'm leaning towards Mikael Bridges over 31 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, okay. Since becoming a Brooklyn net, he's averaged uh, 32.4 points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, this went over the last time he played Miami. Uh, he missed this by like two on Tuesday, but I watched that game against the Magic, and he was getting anything he wanted. He could have definitely scored more points if he needed to um so definitely uh like mikhail bridges over points rebounds and assists for 31 and a half i think he'll step up against uh, miami tonight yeah uh, going back to that game against miami he had 21 points in that game he, uh chipped in also with seven rebounds and five assists so he got uh mm-hmm. over that number of 31 and a half uh, on his pra uh, all right, so let's get over to the next game. Or before we get over to the next game, uh, maybe you're in South Beach and you want to get out to this game between the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat. Well, let Game Time help you out with that. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, comedy, theater, um, uh, and music concerts near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. And some of the great stuff about their app, uh, they have flash deals and last-minute tickets available. They're easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And you also get images of the sea views, lowest price guaranteed, and event cancellation protection as well. So forget it, planning months in advance. Game time deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Um, and like I mentioned, before you actually buy the tickets, you can actually get images of your seat. Uh, so there's no surprises when you actually get to the venue. So um you can also buy tickets in a matter of seconds. It literally takes two taps and you're all set to go. And the best part is once you actually buy those tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. You don't have to haggle through your email box or wait for them in the mailbox worrying about if those tickets get lost. Nope, they go directly to your phone. You have it right there um, and you're all set to go to the event that you're going to get out to. So download the Game Time app, create an account and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tools to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate and for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, McKee, the second game on the schedule, that is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are in the Bay Area to take on the Golden State Warriors. Currently, as it stands on Bet365, the Oklahoma City Thunder are a road favorite here of two and a half points. Total is sitting at 227 in this game. 
looking at the injury report for both of these teams uh for the oklahoma city thunder pretty clean injury report everybody is good to go and for the golden state warriors we know steph curry is dealing with a right knee sprain he's going to be uh re-evaluated later this week and draymond green is uh serving his league suspension of five games for nearly uh choking out uh, rudy gobert in their previous <laughs> matchup uh, but you do get Clay Thompson back here uh, after he got ejected in that last game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Little shorthanded right now for the Golden State Warriors without two of their three, um, I guess, big three, we can say. Uh, but McKee, two and a half right now in favor of the Thunder on the road here. What are you thinking? I mean, I think the biggest number to look at right now, the Golden State Warriors uh, without Steph Curry all time since he's been playing on their team are 81 and 143. So uh, it shows you how important Curry is to that team. Uh, they're close to 500 with when Draymond sits. Uh, I'm not sure the number when they are both out. Uh, couldn't find that, but I really like the uh, I, I really like OKC to come in here and uh, steal another one from the Warriors. Warriors just don't look right without uh, Curry and Draymond. I think McKee. We go back to last season, and we looked at, uh, I mean, if you looked at the home and road splits, obviously we've talked a lot, a lot about this on the pod. And the Warriors were one of the worst defense, or sorry, the uh, one of the worst road teams last season. I think they were 11 and 30 straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has turned around uh, this season where they are five and two on the road. But it seems like that script has flipped from last season to where they're not very good at home this season. In the five home games so far this season, they're one and four straight up and one and four against yeah. the spread. Yep. And now you are going to be without your best player in Steph Curry. You're going to be without your your glue of your offense or the glue of the team, Draymond Green. Now you're expecting CP3 to step up. You're expecting Klay Thompson to step up. And I know they got nice contributions in that game last uh, or in, in the last game after the ejections happened for the Golden State Warriors. But let's also go back to that uh, earlier. I think it was earlier this month that these two teams matched up in Oklahoma City and on the controversial quote unquote, I think layup by Steph Curry uh, that they counted uh, that Draymond Green may or may not have touched. Um, I think this is a revenge spot here for the OKC Thunder. Um, it does and make the me Thunder nervous. have been great. I mean, they're five and one against the spread in their last six games. So yeah, and they're I mean, healthy they look, too, right? They're, they're healthy. They look great. I mean, uh, they seem like, for all accounts, like a team on the up and up. Yeah, and I think this was a team that I think a lot of us on the pod here were high on coming into the year because number one, they have a great head coach. Uh, you got Chet Holmgren back as well. So. Um, I'm leaning here with the Oklahoma City Thunder as well. I know the numbers of how good the Warriors are at home in the underdog role. But again, you're missing Steph Curry. There's a significant fall off offensively uh, for this Golden State Warriors team, especially without Steph Curry and also now Draymond Green, uh, who likes to push the pace when you know um, he's out there with his buddy Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. So I'll lean here with the Thunder. I think my more favorite play in this game here, um, McKee, is going to be the under uh, two twenty seven in this game. But what are your thoughts on the total? Yeah, no, I'm looking at the under as well. That's already come down a point since I locked it in on tally site this morning. Uh, it was at two twenty eight when I first looked at it this morning. So uh, definitely some money coming in on the under. I think without 
Steph without Draymond, it's going to be hard for the Warriors to put up a lot of points. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the under as well. Yeah, um, I was looking at the numbers that, uh, with and without Steph Curry on the floor as far as their offensive rating. And obviously the offensive rating uh, uh, goes down uh, by five uh, points. And they're also averaging five points uh, less without Steph Curry on the floor. Um, and like similar to you, I was trying to find when, what happens when both Draymond and Steph Curry are not playing. Um, I wasn't able to find those numbers, but I'm sure that number is even worse. So I like mm-hmm. the under 227 in this game. Probably my favorite play of the night here. I think that, again, the Golden State Warriors, I think that if they want to win this game, they're going to have to lock in defensively because we know how great of an offensive team, especially when Shea is out there for the Thunder team, that they're really good offensively. So uh, under 227 for me. Let's get over to our player props here, McKee. What do we like? Uh, first off, I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins, who's been God awful this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that personally because I have him on my, uh, fantasy basketball team. Uh, thanks for getting me back into fantasy basketball, Munaf. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he has been good at rebounding still. I mean, uh, not great, but good. And his rebounding number is only set at, uh, four and a half rebounds tonight. He's hit that last in the last six of eight games uh mm-hmm. he had five rebounds last time golden state uh played okc i think if uh without draymond there wiggins is gonna have to step up and grab a few more rebounds also i didn't i can't find this player prop yet but kavan looney should start tonight without uh draymond he came in after draymond was ejected he played 32 minutes uh and got 12 rebounds in the last game after rebound he was ejected so um, definitely look for Looney's rebound props as well tonight when those post. Yeah, I don't see that number posted just yet. But yeah, like you mentioned, I do see um, uh, Andrew Wiggins at four and a half uh, currently over on bet three, six, five. And I think that if you like his number, if you really like his rebounding um the player milestones for rebounds it's seven plus for andrew wiggins tonight is at plus 265 i think that's definitely worth a sprinkle uh Mm -hmm. for andrew wiggins especially if we're expecting this to be a breakfast or a defensive um defensive game uh i think the rebounds are going to be a plenty in this game so uh i do see andrew wiggins plus 265 under player rebounds milestones over on bet 365 so yeah i agree with you i do like that as well um I would expect CP3 to play heavy minutes here tonight as well. He played 30 plus minutes in the last game uh, after Clay and Draymond were ejected. Uh, do like his assist here tonight to go over the number of nine and a half. Um, I mean, the resume speaks for, his, uh, for, for itself for CP3. So I, he's going to have to take over that Draymond Green facilitator role here tonight uh, for the OKC Thunder. Uh, sorry, for the uh, Golden State Warriors. So that was one I was looking at. Anything else that you like as far as player props in this game? Yeah, I'm looking at Lou Dort. Uh, his points total, it's at, sitting at 11.5 right now at plus money. Uh, he's averaged 13 points so far this season. He had 29 points uh, against the uh, Warriors the last time they played and yeah. has averaged 17.3 points against the Warriors for his career. Uh, for whatever reason, Dort seems to get up against the Warriors. <laughs> so let's go ahead and ride that. Uh, go over 11.5 points at uh, plus 100. 
I was looking at this as well. It just kind of it just jumped off the page for for me that you know, like you mentioned in those eight games, he's averaging around seventeen, close to seventeen and a half points, and um, he's gone over this projection of of eleven and a half in six of the eight games. But he's done it in I think what five straight games against the Warriors. And mm-hmm. uh, McKee, like you mentioned, the last game he had twenty nine, and he was six of six from downtown. Uh, was Lou Dort, so I definitely do like that as well. Um, I was trying to figure out who is going to be the rebounding guy uh, for this team, and I think it might just end up being Chet here tonight. I know SGA didn't play in that last game uh, against the Warriors when they matched up in OKC, um, but again, when we talk about rebounding, I think Chet is going to have to be that guy uh, for this team here tonight. Um, his number for rebounding is at 7.5 at minus 115. Uh, I do like that. Um, he did have eight in the game against the Warriors earlier uh, this season, but he's been right on the cusp of this number of seven and a half, and he's been losing by the hook in throughout the last four games. But I think it's a game where, and an opportunity where him using his height uh, in this game here tonight, I think that he should definitely be able to uh, get eight rebounds here tonight. So those are the couple that I was looking at. Anything else for this game, McKee? Uh, now just in the chat, uh, true Brent said, uh, Josh Giddy got 15 in six straight games against them. So he's looking at the, uh, Josh Giddy prop as well. Mm, yeah. Let's look that up right now here. Josh Giddy versus the warriors. Um, yeah. Uh, he's averaging right around 15 points against them. 7.6 rebound, 7.1 assist. And he's done this in one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six straight games. Uh, and his points total is at uh, 13 and a half tonight, plus money. Yeah, I think you might have to uh, get down on that as well. That's a great call. A good out one, there. True Brent. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great point out there uh, from True Brent. So I uh, just want to see how SGA has done against the Warriors because I feel like he has some type of vendetta against them, but <laughs> two straight games. He's at 30 plus points. Three out of the last four games, he's at 30 plus points against the uh, uh, Golden State Warriors. But I'm expecting the pace to be a, a lot slower in this game. Uh, obviously, like we mentioned, without Steph Curry and Draymond out there, a little more meth- more methodical uh, for the Golden State Warriors. But um, I think I saw SGA at 25 and a half here tonight. Let me see. No, sorry, he's 31 and a half. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, 30. I think that's a little bit steep for him, but yeah, it seems high. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get over to our lock and dog or our best bet since there's only two games here for tonight. We'll do our underdog fantasy entry uh for this Thursday night game here. McKee, you want to uh, lead us off with your best bet? Uh, my best bet tonight is going to be the under 227. Uh, for the Thunder Warriors game. I think you said that's probably going to be yours too as well. So yeah. I'm uh, stealing that a little bit, but that's the one I feel strongest about as well. And uh, then as far as a dog, why don't we go ahead and uh, parlay Lou Dort's uh, 11 and a half points over and go with the Giddy uh, 13 and a half points over. Uh, both of those are a plus money. So uh, that gets your odds up to uh plus two six two i like that giddy and dort overs on points yeah i i agree with you i know uh like we mentioned true brent pointing out josh giddy 
Uh, and also um, Lou Dort just loving to play against this uh, Warriors team. So 11 and a half, definitely a conservative number for uh, um, Dort against the Warriors. So uh, Why I not will... sprinkle a little on the Nets bunny line as well, since uh, they seem to have the Heat's number so far. Yeah, um, that money line price is plus 140 uh, for um for the uh, Brooklyn Nets here tonight against uh, the Miami Heat. All right, so for my uh, lock, I'm there with you. The under and this Warriors and the uh, Thunder game. Again, this offense just takes a significant dip when Steph Curry's not on the floor. I think the pace will slow down as well for the Warriors. Uh, and I think that the Warriors, if they want to win this game, they can't get into a shootout with uh, with the Thunder. So I think if you do like the Warriors here tonight, you maybe want to parlay that with the under, just because I don't think that they'll win 117, 118 to like one, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I don't think it'll be an mm-hmm. over game if the Warriors win this game. I think that if they do win this game, it'll be something in the neighborhood of like a 105, 102, like something, a lower scoring game. So under for me for sure. Um, for my dog, um, I, I was, I liked, I'll do a, um, a parlay here on two player props. So I really do like steals and blocks combined for Nick, uh, Claxton of over two and a half. And then for the warriors and the. Thunder game, I am going to go with uh, I think that'll get us to a plus price. So I'll go, yeah, I'm going to take a page out of your book, McKee, and take Wiggins over four and a half rebounds. Parlayed that with Nick Claxton blocks and steals over two and a half. That gets you to plus 205. Love it. Yep. Uh, And then before we get out of here, let's take care of one order of business for our underdog fantasy entry for tonight. Again, make sure to go to underdogfantasy.com if you don't have an account already. Uh, make sure to use that promo code SGPN so you guys can play alongside with us uh, and put together uh, or put together your own uh, underdog entry for uh, the games here tonight, whether it's uh, NBA or even the NFL. Um, and you can play alongside with us. So uh mckee we liked uh, both andrew wiggins on his rebounds here tonight so i'll i'm gonna go ahead and put that in so higher on andrew wiggins on his rebounds where is he so that's at five so our dog fantasy is on to us so we'll we'll take the higher oh. five rebounds for wiggins what else do you like for um our entry here tonight you mentioned something uh, from the brooklyn nets and the miami heat game right yeah, I had a Dinwiddie higher 14 and a half points. All right, here we go. Dinwiddie higher 14 and a half points. All right, we'll put that in. And... You want to do your Claxton blocks or something like that? The... Yeah, I do see Nick Claxton uh, two and a half blocks and steals higher. So, yeah, we'll keep it at that. I really like this. So, uh, three uh, fantasy player entry here tonight. So we'll go Andrew Wiggins, higher five rebounds, Spencer Dinwiddie, higher uh, 14 and a half points, and then Nick Claxton, higher on his two and a half blocks and steals combined. 
that $100 entry will get you a return of $600 currently over on Underdog Fantasy. So come play along with us. Again, if you don't have an account, make sure you sign up at underdogfantasy.com, but make sure you use that promo code SGPN. They will match your first deposit 100% of up to $100. Again, underdogfantasy.com using promo code SGPN. All right, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. McKee, anything else you want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? That's all I got, babe. All right. Make sure you follow McKee on Twitter slash X at the Ryan McKee. You can follow me on Twitter slash X at SportsNerd824. Uh, more importantly, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel and also follow us on Twitter slash X at SGPNNBA. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the uh, NBA play-in, not play-in, in-season tournament group stage <laughs> with um, with Terrell and Scott. So look out for that. As usual, 11 a.m. Eastern time for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys then. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to. Give me, give me, give me.